Awareness, the final frontier. These are the explorations of Jonathan Robinson and Brian Tom O'Connor. Their continuing mission, to discover fresh new paths to the mystery within. To seek out new joys and new methods of awakening. To boldly go into the heart of expanded consciousness. This is Awareness Explorers. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome, Awareness Explorers, to another episode of Exploring Inner and Outer Space. I'm Jonathan Robinson. I'm here with my trusted co-host, Brian Tom O'Connor. And today we'll be discussing the influence of technology on awakening. Questions such as, can increasing technology be helpful in awakening, or is it mostly hurtful? And this is a subject close to my heart because I wrote a book about this subject called The Technology of Joy, the 101 Best Apps, Gadgets, Tools, and Supplements for Feeling More Delight in Your Life. So I know a lot about this subject. I just came back from a conference of 2,000 people uh, talking about this. And so there's a lot to say and, and uh, a lot of amazing gadgets, gizmos that I think can really help people to awaken. But before launching into that discussion, we have a quick announcement. In an effort to expand our audience, later on in our podcast, we're going to tell you how you can enter a contest to win some advanced meditation CDs, some awakening methods, and $100 cash simply by recommending our podcast to your friends. So be sure to stay tuned for details at the end of our conversation today and before the guided meditation for how to enter this contest and win the various things I just recommended or just mentioned. And I think you'll find this contest exciting. But for now, today's topic is technology and awakening. And in it, I'm going to mention various websites where you can learn more about these technologies and even buy them for cheap, you know, for Christmas presents or for yourself. So you might want to get pen and paper ready to take down that information if this stuff interests you. But, you know, many years ago, I started to get gadgets uh, to help me to be more present or to be more relaxed. and. Over time, I got so many of them, I decided to write a book about them because some of them worked really well and some of them were kind of cheesy. And I'm interested in your idea or what comes up for you, Brian, when I talk about this subject, even though you're not well-versed in it, what's your first impression? Well, you are certainly more of an expert on all of this than I am. But interestingly enough, it was a uh, it was technology that got me involved in non-duality in the first place i had come across through surfing the internet um some material about uh, binaural beats which is uh, a way of um syncing the uh the brain waves to bring them to a certain level so it's sort of like um a technology that you uh, you listen to on stereo headphones and that kind of 
meditates you. And I was uh, very interested in this, but it was on that website for these um, for this uh, brainwave entrainment product that uh, they had a book review section every week. And I would read about books about, and that's when I learned about Ramana Maharshi and Nisargadatta and a lot of non-dual teachers. And that led me off into that direction. The brainwave entrainment was very, very pleasant, and I loved it, but it usually put me to sleep. And I'm not sure how effective it was as a meditation tool, but I'm forever grateful to it for leading me into um, non-dual teachings. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Well, technology isn't what got me into this, but it has definitely influenced my path. You know, besides writing a book about it, now everybody sends me their gadgets so I can review it in the next Technology of Joy book. Good for you. That's yeah, nice yeah, gig. it's fun. <laughs> my my house is like uh, Disneyland with about eighty different rides, but they're all on the inside. And <laughs> I get a lot of people wanting to come over and try them all out. And the first rule of thumb is that different things work for different people, just like different methods work for different people. But I have gadgets that can definitely relax your entire body at once, and that's helpful for awakening. I have a bunch of these CDs that you mentioned or downloads where they meditate you. In fact, I created a couple of them, and uh, they sell well. There's things you can do to zap your brain. There's things that you can do to increase your energy. There's things that you can do to remind you to use a technique. But this field is really expanding quickly. This was the fourth conference I went to. The first one had like 100 people. This one had like 2,000 people. And now you have people like Google, Microsoft, and Apple all there trying out things to help people feel better. That's one aspect of it. Another aspect of it is to actually get people into higher states of consciousness. and. It's quite exciting because every year new things come out and they keep getting better and better. So that's my interest in it. And, you know, my day is pretty weird. I wake up, I take what's called a nootropic pill that uh, gets me feeling energized and present. Then I go on a vibration machine that shakes my whole body. That helps me to feel really relaxed. Then I might use my Mindfulness Bell app to remind me to use tools during the day. Then I might use a guided meditation CD or what's called transcranial direct current stimulation that gets me uh, in a peak state. You know, I'm, I'm a, I've drunk the Kool-Aid. <laughs> what was the name of this conference again that you just uh, attended? It's called the Transformational Technology Conference. Uh -huh. It's all about technologies that help people to be happier, healthier, and more awake. And a lot of tech people are now interested in this because if you can make people feel really good, well, there's a lot of money in that. And our methods that now do that, such as antidepressants, or TV or, you know, dangerous drugs don't work so well. Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons I wrote the Technology of Joy book was because 
there's so much out there that people need a way to know, well, what's good and what isn't. So I will recommend a few things that people might want to check out. One of them I can recommend is the book because that way I do reviews of my hundred favorites. But there's a lot of things that are less than $150 that I think are life transforming. Whereas even two years ago, I wouldn't have said that because the, the methods or the gadgets keep getting a lot better. And, you know, people have a hard time understanding the effect of exponential technologies. Here's, here's a uh, thing I, I tell people. If you could be in a top, top seat in a football stadium and you had somebody take an eyedropper and put one drop of water on the 50-yard line, every minute doubling it. So a minute later, they put two drops. A minute later, they put four drops. How long would it take for the person at the top of that football stadium to be underwater? I assume it would be surprisingly short amount of time because of yeah. the exponential nature. How, right. how long? Well, a lot of people guess about six months. It ends up, it's actually 43 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. In 43 minutes, they would be under a million Olympic-sized swimming pools of water. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that our electronics have gone. So now you can literally buy a supercomputer from the 1990s for about 90 bucks. And it can zap a very specific part of your brainwave that helps you to awaken. Or you can take uh, even like the binaural beats that you were talking about. That's so 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Now they have CDs, some of which I helped create, that are much more effective. I was very against these binaural beats things. I thought that they were just annoying. And then I kept seeing that they got better and better until now. Sometimes I use them because if I'm lazy and I want to be in a peak state in 15 minutes, I find that they actually work. So you have to realize that this is a, a moving conveyor. And um, it's important to be aware of, with all the stress we have in life, what might work for you. So, What are some of your favorite ones that you think um, are uh, effective and um, affordable? Well, let's take uh, one that's very effective and very affordable. It costs 20 cents. Uh, wow. <laughs> I call it, and you can get this on Amazon. It's called an acupressure ring. For our, our people who are watching this on video, it looks like this. It looks mm -hmm. like a little spiky ring, and you put it on your finger, and you go up and down your fingers or toes. And it feels kind of good, but what it does is it stimulates your acupuncture points. Well, I used to spend, you know, $100 a week getting acupuncture because it made me feel balanced and good. Now I spend 20 cents once a year. I do it to myself, and it has about the same effect. Are the acupuncture points on your finger uh, analogous to the acupuncture points on your the rest of your body? Well, there's a lot of them on your fingers and toes. So if you do it, uh, put this thing, uh, this th ring up and down your finger, it does tend to balance out your entire body. Really? So you don't I get need these a things out. Hula hoop sized one to go from head to toe. 
I give these things out and people come back to me and they go, that was amazing, you know, and, and the price oh. is right. It fits in your pocket. That's right. Wow. Uh, so, you know, I also have the expensive ones. Like I have an infrared sauna that always makes me feel good. I have a jacuzzi that always makes me feel good. But in my life, in my book, I tend to focus on products that are under $150. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here's one. Um, you can find out more about it at getlifted.com. It's get and then L-I-F-T-I-D.com. It's called a transcranial direct current stimulation device. For those on YouTube, this is what it looks like. You put it on your head here, <laughs> on your forehead, and it delivers a very, very small amount of electricity into your brain. Now, what's interesting is that the Pentagon has studied this and found that it increases your learning ability by about 30 to 40%. That's a lot. And it also tends to make you feel energized and very alert, which is very helpful if you want to awaken. So, you know, that product's like 150 bucks. Uh... There's other products that I like. Um, there's a product that kind of fits in your socks, looks like this, and it kind of vibrates a little bit. And what this does is it de-stresses the body. Now, I'm skeptical about this stuff, too, so I always look to see if there's research about it. And I read the research, and the research is by people like at the Mayo Clinic and other people, and it shows that you can greatly reduce stress just by having these little tiny things in your socks called touch points. And as I said, it's, it's you know, there's plenty of stress going on. If you can reduce your stress and increase your presence, it, like, gets you part way to awakening. So what's your skeptical mind saying? Well, my skeptical mind, you, you partly answered by saying part way to awakening. My skeptical mind was saying, I think stress reduction is fabulous. I think relaxation is great. And it's true. I think that relaxation is, is the first step. Um, but then I was asking, well, what does this have to do with awakening? Good question. What I find, you know, previously we talked about if you're sick or if you're tired, it's very hard to be really present or aware of awareness. So I think of it that the more clean energy you have, I'm not talking caffeine, but, you know, when you feel really good, or the more relaxed you feel, that does help you uh, part way. And I think part way is, you know, we need all the help we can get. So those things, if they are automatic and they don't take mental energy, that helps you to then go the rest of the way. So I think of it as like these are like um, helpers. They don't just get you to awakening. Now, there are products, for example, I create a product with some people called iAwake Technologies that do all these, you know, powerful sounds in a CD. 
And the product is called Shortcuts to Awakening. And by having a combination of sounds and guided meditations, you get people into pure awareness rather consistently. I get a lot of emails from people saying that really worked for me. Not everybody, of course. So once you feel good, a product like that can get you over the edge. But how do these sounds uh, create bringing you to um, awareness? Well, what they do is if you study people who are in awareness, they tend to have a combination of theta brainwaves and gamma brainwaves. Mm-hmm. So what these sounds do is they help to induce theta and gamma brainwaves in the person listening to it. So you're, you're like 90% of the way towards the awakening state or the awareness state. And then the guided meditation helps point you in that direction as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that these things work all the time like magic because they don't. You know, I get about 80% of the people say that was amazing. That really worked for me. And 20% saying things like, well, it just put me to sleep. <laughs> but how uh, do the how do how does it work? How how do these sounds uh, create? Uh, is it like binaural beats, uh, where you hear uh, one wavelength in one ear and one in the other, or uh, how, you know, how how does it actually create or induce particular uh, brainwave frequencies? Good question. Well, first of all, if people want to find out more about the science behind it, they can go to shortcuts to awakening.com and they have a sample and go into the science so you have um so you have guided meditation or you uh, uh, as well as sounds in the background so what do the sounds do that help uh bring us to awakening well the sounds are geared basically to help move your brain waves into certain uh brainwave states that are more conducive to higher states of consciousness uh, using um, certain things like, for example, the ones you knew of binaural beats by having different sounds and different ears at certain frequencies, it tends to uh, almost trick or guide your brainwaves into certain patterns such as alpha or theta or gamma. And besides the binaural beats, they have something called monaural beat technology, isochronic tones that also uh, affect how our brain waves uh, react to sound, something called biofield entrainment, psychoacoustic entrainment, fractal entrainment. They use a lot of different technologies and they keep getting better, but mostly what they're all geared for is getting your brain waves to be more harmonious and in the upper ranges where higher consciousness experiences are more likely to happen. Wow, that is fascinating. Which are the which are the brainwave frequencies that are more most conducive to uh, meditative uh, states or to awakening? Well, alpha is considered like a very relaxed state. So initially, people go for alpha, but there's higher ones such as theta most zen meditators who've been meditating a long time might go into a theta state 
And now uh, the really advanced meditators go into what's called gamma, which is a very high brainwave state that is often called the enlightened brainwave state. And some of these uh, CDs and acoustic technologies can actually kind of lift your brain waves into the gamma frequency. And I've experienced this and it's pretty phenomenal that they can do that quickly and relatively easily. Fascinating. You know, every field is getting more advanced and, and so they're using a lot of different things to induce your brain waves to go a certain direction. And for a lot of people, they work really well. What I find is that if you try five or six of these gadgets, you find one that works for you really well, and then you have a friend for life. And there's really three different types of gadgets or three different types of things that are working. You know, for one thing, a lot of people are using these things like Fitbits and heart trackers and all these things or sleep trackers. That's a technology. And something I found is if I sleep really well, it's easier to awaken. <laughs> you know, if you have bad night's sleep, you don't feel like doing the tools or you don't feel like meditating. But when you feel really good and good in your body, it is easier to then get to the next level of transcending our normal experience of life. Um, but the other thing is, is this whole thing about feeling good. I, I think feeling good is, is really, <laughs> I want to feel good. Sure. I, I, I'm not putting this down at all. I think feeling good is great. But when we're feeling bad, when we haven't got enough sleep and when we're grumpy and when we're grouchy, I mean, these are the, these are the real entry points into, um, into the techniques that allow us to find out what is beyond that. What is, what is, what is it all appearing in? What is the larger reality, the permanent background that all these changeable foregrounds are happening in? So I guess what I'm not hearing is how are we directing ourselves to the ground of being to the yeah. unchangeable thing when all the whether we're feeling good or bad or tired or grumpy that's those are the clouds in the sky and those and seeing those clouds can remind us to look at the sky so what i'm not hearing about the technology is how they is do you have any that really help point to the ground of being yeah great question well there are some that point to the ground of being like the shortcuts to awakening download. Uh, there are some that point to just feeling better. And there are some that just, I would say, give you more fuel, which then allows you to point in whatever direction you want more effectively. So if I have a very clear head and I'm feeling good, then I can point my energy towards the ground of being more easily than if I feel kind of tired and listless. So, so what's the difference between this technology and a cup of coffee or a can of Red Bull be? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, caffeine 
gives you kind of a almost like a false sense of energy. You know, it'd be like the difference between caffeine and somebody who just eats really well and hikes a lot and exercises. There's a different energy there. Mm -hmm. So some of these things can give you like really good energy that you can then point in the direction of higher consciousness. They're not like a, a quick fix that is stealing from your kidneys. And, and also, you know, there, let's say there's three different types of these devices. One would be things that just measure, you know, like can show you that you're in beta brain waves and then train you to get into theta or gamma. So they're like training wheels for a, a bike. And once you know how to ride a bike, you don't need the training wheels anymore. So a lot of them are like, brainwave trainers or um, breathing trainers that help to imitate higher states of consciousness. And is it through feedback that, that, that this helps you or how, how, do, how do they work? Yeah, they give you feedback in various types. So oh, you I'm learn. Go ahead. So you learn when you're moving towards, say, more harmonious brainwave states. Mm hmm. So I'm very curious about that, because that seems to me to be a little bit more useful than something that gives you energy or makes you feel good in general. Mm -hmm. Something that you can use to um, use feedback to give you an idea of when you are in a deeper, more quiet place. Do you have any specific examples of those kinds of uh, gadgets or technology? Yeah, uh, there's one that costs maybe about 120 bucks called Inner Balance. You can find out about it by uh, learning about the Institute of Heart Math that have a thing that clips onto your ear and gives you real-time feedback as to when you're experiencing what they call coherence. And coherence feels very much like a very present state. Um, and you learn what helps you to get there. And they give you certain exercises that they think will help you to get there very quickly. And they work. So uh, I think you can look up HeartMath, and they have a lot of products that can help you to do this very quickly, easily, even while you walk around. Um, there's some things that you can literally put in your socks that vibrate in certain ways that also help you to change your brainwave states. And I like those because they're completely passive. And the research is very impressive as to what they're doing. So I don't know how they work so much, but I can say that there's a lot of good scientific research that shows that they do work. Oh, and I don't. So what is this? You put something in your sock and what does it do? For our YouTube listeners, you put this in your sock and it vibrates in certain ways. Where in that, your sock? Like underneath your foot or, or like I'm trying to like picture next, how this work, works? Like next to your ankle. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and they vibrate in patterns that seem to affect your your stress and your brain waves so that you can 
experience certain specified states of consciousness more easily. This is, you can find out more about this at apolloneuro.com. And that's going to be coming out very quickly, but they have a lot of research on their website. By the way, that's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O.com. I have no financial ties to these things that I'm recommending uh, other than my Shortcuts to Awakening CD. But I think that a lot of people can benefit from them and that it's worth exploring if you're an explorer. Mm -hmm. Once again, different things work for different people. I I take these pills called qualia every morning. And the days that I take those pills, qualia is something that's good for you. Uh, I just feel better. And when I feel better, I'm more likely to use, say, the techniques that we talk about here. Whereas just, if I'm low energy, I'm less likely. Sure, I understand that. What is qualia? Qualia is a nootropic, which involves, has a little bit of caffeine in it, but basically it's a lot of brain food. You know, we, we do things for our body to have our body be healthy, but the brain likes certain things that are useful for it to be more alert in a healthy way. So they put everything possible, it's like 40 ingredients into these pills, and it works really well. Okay. I, I gave it to a skeptic. Uh, I think you know who Craig Hamilton is. He's a, a well-known meditation teacher. And he said, what was that? That was the most amazing experience I've had in years. <laughs> now, whether or not you want to take a supplement that helps you to meditate or helps you to be more present, that's another question. That's for everybody to decide on their own. But the truth is, is that we are subjected to a lot of stress and a lot of difficulty that we didn't have 100 years ago. So maybe now we need more helpers that help us to deal with the amount of information and stress that we all have. So I say, if you're interested in the subject, you know, read a book about it or try something. Uh, the Technology of Joy book gives a review of my 100 favorite products. But, you know, follow your intuition, follow what sounds interesting to you. And as I said, even five years ago, I was very much against this whole area, thinking, eh, it's another distraction, another technological blah, blah, blah. And now I'm a believer because I see that they really work not just for me, but for a lot of other people. The trick is trying to find the stuff that works for you for cheap, that doesn't take a lot of energy. This conference that you uh, went to, do they have a, a website that you could uh, we could learn about what was presented and um, follow along? I believe they do. Let me make sure I'm getting it correct. I think it's uh, transtech.com, but let me make sure right now. Um, in fact, you can watch some of the presentations, and these are by some of the 
uh, best uh, best scientists in the world now. Um, let me find that. I will find you the website. Yeah, it's uh, www.ttconf.org. TTCONF.org, and they have a lot of information there that can be useful for you. Thanks. I'm sure that will be helpful to learn about um, some of these specific mm -hmm. things. You no, know, so they have these things that train your brain, train your body. They have things that measure things so you can see if you're making progress. But the other thing is they have ones that help you to have an experience, kind of like drugs. Some of these things can literally, they tend to be the more expensive ones, but they can literally give you like a psychedelic drug experience without these side effects. And I think that's an important component because people need to know that there's something possible. And once they know that something's possible, maybe they then figure out how they can get back there uh, in more organic methods that we often teach. What are some examples of those? Well, you may have heard or seen these like flashing light things that people used to wear. They used to be really crappy. Now they have ones that cost like $5,000 that give you a completely psychedelic, uh, losing the self, entering into bliss experience. Um, I have a machine called the Miracle Eye Cube that puts out a vibration that meditates anybody in the room. And people often go into bliss states if they are subjected to that. Uh, once again, a lot of these products that give you a powerful experience tend to be expensive, but places like Google and Microsoft are now buying them so that people can be subjected to these experiences just as like a 20 minute thing during the day. Wow, I'd like to try that. Next time you're in California, buddy, uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I have about four of them. Wow. And, and people have different experiences, but a lot of people will say that's like the best drug experience I ever had. It only took 20 minutes, and then I could walk out and have my day. <laughs> right. So uh, it's exciting. I'm more interested in the ones that people can use while they are doing other things because i think that integrating higher consciousness into daily life is really the end goal that we're all trying for well i agree with you there um <clears throat> when we have a peak experience that we uh either at a retreat or through um one of these devices that you described we have this tendency to want to get back to that peak experience yeah. Which means that what's happening right now is somehow wanting. So when we have the experience, when we have the idea that our everyday normal experience or what's happening right now is not satisfactory and we need it, we need to change it somehow, that this is the main, to me, the main or one of the main obstacles to realizing our true nature as as pure awareness 
Um, and so I guess my skepticism revolves around around the idea that what we need to do is to induce a state. Whereas, but a state by its very nature is temporary. And what I'm hoping to point people to is that which is not temporary, that which is always here, that which never changes, that which is the the absolute as opposed to the um, the temporary or the uh, relative, I mean, uh, the, the, the ground of being. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And the question is, can these technologies do that? I feel that they can for some people and um, that you have to try out some stuff to see what helps you. And if nothing else, that they're, they can be like training wheels that might get you to be aware of the peace within more quickly than, say, traditional meditation and other ways of uh, moving forward in terms of being aware of our identity as awareness. So that's my thought. And um, I think that explorers can have a good time finding what works for them and what does not. And that includes what traditional technologies, you know, like, does Facebook help you to awaken? Well, it depends how you use it. Does your iPhone help you to awaken? Once again, it depends how you use it. And in today's meditation, we're going to, um, I'm going to guide people in trying to discover if a technology that you use frequently, whatever that is, is helping you or not. And I think that will be interesting. But before we do our meditation today, I do want to give you the details of the contest I mentioned at the beginning of our podcast. Basically, people find out about our podcast by word of mouth. So to encourage you to tell your friends about our podcast, we're going to do a little contest that includes cash and other prizes. Uh, we'll be giving away $100 cash and several of my awakening CDs, such as Shortcuts to Awakening and other ones, and a link to a lecture of my favorite awakening methods to the person who emails the most amount of their friends about how they benefit from our podcast. So that means if you email even one friend, you could win. But the more people you email, the more chance of winning. And all you need to do is copy us in the email. You can use info at awarenessexplorers.com so we can see who sent the most recommendations. Now, if you want to get more clarity about this contest, just go to awarenessexplorers.com and click on Contest. And there we'll give you all the details, including what you could win, and even an example of what you might write to your friends, so you can just cut and paste it into an email. And once again, if you like the podcast and want to win cash and other prizes, go to awarenessexplorers.com, click on Contest, and see how easy it is to spread the message and possibly win these prizes. And, you know, it's also nice when you have your friends listening to the same podcast, because that can help you to explore these topics amongst your friends. Uh, now, if you, uh, I also want to say that anybody who sends 
to three of their friends will get my book, The Technology of Joy, sent to them for free. So even if you're not the big winner, if you send it to at least friend, three friends and uh, CC us on the email, I'll send you my book, The Technology of Joy, for free. So hopefully uh, a bunch of you will do that. We appreciate it because it's great to share these higher consciousness ideas with the people you care about. So now let's get ready for our guided meditation. Today we talked about whether or not technologies are truly helpful in your awakening process. So I'm going to guide you in helping you see if a chosen technology is moving you in the direction you want to go. So in order to do that, I'd like you to choose a technology you regularly use, such as Facebook or a specific app or a favorite gadget, any technology that you use a lot. And in this guided meditation, I'll help you get clarity as to how it impacts your life and whether it is really a friend on the path of awakening. So make yourself comfortable having chosen one specific technology you want to get this guidance about. Take some deep breaths, and if you can, close your eyes. I want you to begin by imagining and visualizing you using this particular technology, whatever it is. Just remember times that you've used it. And as you remember such times, get a sense of what that feels like in your body. I'm going to ask you a few questions and just get any sense of intuitive answer to this question as to whether this technology is moving you in a beneficial direction or perhaps a non-beneficial direction. So as you imagine using this technology, the first question is, does this technology bring you closer to people or does it tend to isolate you? Does it bring you closer to people or does it tend to isolate you? Just listen for any intuitive answer to that question. The second question, does this technology tend to bring you closer to inner peace or does it more often make you feel stressed? Does this technology bring you closer to peace or does it tend to make you feel more stressed? Third question, does this technology 
make you more conscious and aware in some manner? Or is it just a distraction from that? Does this technology help you be more conscious and aware? Or does it tend to just make you more distracted? Get a sense of what seems right for that question. And last question, does this technology make you feel more compassionate and loving? Or does it just tend to make you more self-absorbed? Does it make you more compassionate and loving? Or does it make you more self-absorbed? Listen for whatever feels right. So as you imagine using this technology, you now have some more information as to whether it might be pointing you in a beneficial direction or a direction that takes you farther away from your true nature. And you can do this little meditation for all the different technologies you use. And from that, you can learn if a technology is really a friend to your desire for more peace, compassion, and awareness. And hopefully from that information, you can make good choices in your life. So gradually become aware of your body sitting wherever you're sitting. Feel your self present in this moment. And when you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes if they were closed. And with that new information, make new choices about how to use technology in your life. So I'm curious, Brian, did you learn anything useful or interesting? Yes, I think these are really excellent questions to ask. Uh, and, and not only, I think that people can use this meditation and not only ask them about, ask about particular technology, but we can ask these same questions of our behaviors, our habits, our activities, our relationships. Good point. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because we really need to get feedback as to whether we're moving in the right direction or the wrong direction in various aspects of our lives, whether it be relationship or technology or uh, anything else. And, and the same questions really do apply. Yes. And when we relax and when we get really quiet inside, then we connect to intuition, which I believe comes from something larger than ourselves, and it can give us answers that may sometimes be surprising. Yep. We just have to listen. Yeah. Which is, is not that easy to do nowadays. There's a lot of distractions. There are a lot of distractions. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> you said it. There's so many distractions in the world from television and reading and products and things to buy and stuff that you need to do in your life and your for yourself and your family. And not all of these are bad distractions, but they are they they are distractions. But during all of the distractions, one thing never changes and never goes away. And that's the pure background of awareness in which all things appear and of which I think all things are really made and which is your true nature. And so I just want to put another plug in, although I've done it before, another plug in for, for that as um, my favorite technology. I, you can't get better than that. That's the ultimate technology. And luckily, it's always here and it's free. Yes, exactly. And it's all so reliable, too. At least mm -hmm. once you get the hang of it. Once you get the hang of connecting to that, or not even connecting to that, being that, yeah, knowingly, then you realize how dependable, how, how dependable it is. It's always there for you. And so then you worry less about whether things will go well, because you know if they don't, it's there for you. Yep. And we are here for you to remind you and to remind us about these things. So yes, it's always a pleasure, Brian. Thank and you. thank you all for listening. And hopefully something we said will uh, help you to even go deeper into your own exploration and your own true nature. Yes. So as always, till next time, keep exploring. Keep exploring. Thank you for listening to Awareness Explorers. To learn more, you can check out our website at awarenessexplorers.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. And we'd love it if you would post a review. And please share our link on Facebook and with family and friends. Because knowing yourself as awareness is the greatest gift you can give yourself or someone you love.